Welcome to the Hidden History Happy Hour podcast with Alex Dean and Brian Cunningham. Here we have a drink, have a laugh, and you just might learn something about our favorite stories from history. Please visit our website at hiddenhistoryhappyhour.com and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. And if you like the show, please rate us five stars and leave a review. Cheers. Hi, it's Alex Dean with the Hidden History Happy Hour. Thank you very much for joining us. And it's me solo today. I'm afraid Brian is out on assignment. Uh, so we're going to go straight to a story after my customary suggestion that uh, you please like and subscribe uh, to the podcast. Um, you'll hear where future episodes are going to land. And indeed, it really helps us out as your intrepid storytellers. This story I'm going to tell you now is about sport but I promise you don't have to like sport to enjoy it. It is the story of the highest ever score, a score that I promise you will never, ever be beaten. This is the story of Morris Flitcroft. Now, Morris had been an ice cream man. He'd been a shoe polish salesman, a uh, gopher, which is someone who does lots of odd jobs, on a building site, and he'd been a crane operator. But with all due respect to these um, these roles and, and uh decent uh, tasks at which a man can spend a life of endeavour, I think they were the warm-up to his crowning achievement, which was his appearance in the qualifiers for the 1976 Open, the holiest of all golfing holies. And I don't want to be misunderstood. I'm not going to suggest that it was a miracle and he picked up clubs and had never played. He had. He'd had a go once on a field, and he'd also um, had a go on a beach once. He'd read a couple of articles about golf and he had half a set of clubs, which is half a set more than I do. Um, but his decision to enter himself as a professional in the ultimate golf tournament, the elite tournament in the world, was, I suggest, going some. See, amateurs uh, in golf had to have an established handicap in order to uh, play at the in tournaments. But professionals until the uh, Morris Flickroff rule uh, was applied straight after the 1976 Open, did not. So Morris simply called himself a professional uh, and therefore circumvented any requirement uh, to have a handicap. And he was in. Uh, and remarkably, nobody seemed to notice they'd never heard of him before and never seen him play. Once he was in, he was in. He played the entire course with his half bag of mail-order golf clubs. He went round in 121 shots. This, my friends, is not a good golf score. It is, in fact, 49 over par. That is the worst score in the history of the Open by miles. I mean, what a lad. Hence me saying, of course, that he this score will never be beaten because the requirement to be professional means that no Morris Flitcroft will ever make it to these uh, holy heights again. Now, Flitcroft's fellow professionals, in inverted commas, did not see the funny side. Indeed, many of them went bananas. I mean, did they not realize that this was the first time that a good slice of the public had taken any interest in their game and had a new hero in it? And indeed, you know, you might wonder, what does the word open mean to you anyway? It's about like, a bit like the American World Series, where they don't invite the rest of the world along. Anyway... In a similarly grumpy vein, uh, the event organisers, the Royal and Ancient Golf Club, uh, bound Morris Flickcroft for life, which to me seemed a bit harsh because he could only, of course, improve from that round. After all, how were they not to know this was the start of a magnificent career? Anyway, the point is, the new rules uh, to ensure that professional meant professional 
uh, means that we can say that Morris's achievement is graven in stone for all time, the highest ever score forevermore. Uh, the 1976 Open was graced by many first-class golfers. A young uh, Sevier Ballesteros, 19, first hit the scene. Indeed, there's an amazing black and white photograph you can find of a bemused, and I'll try and put it in the show notes if I can, uh, on the website. There's a photograph of a rather bemused-looking uh, young Seve walking in tandem with Flickcroft. Um, as I say, we'll try and put that on the Hidden History Happy Hour website if we can track it down, and uh, it's okay by copyright. And um, many fine strokes were played. Uh, many professionals distinguished themselves. But I think for most people, that tournament is remembered for one thing, a chain-smoking crane operator from Barrow in Finesse with chutzpah by the lorry load. Uh, a point that I will prove to you uh, by uh, asking you, who won the Open in 1976? The answer is Johnny Miller. But of course, you didn't know that, with no disrespect to Mr. Miller, uh, whereas there's an outside chance that you'd heard of Morris Flickcroft. Um, his memoirs uh, remain, to, to this date at least, at the time of, of me speaking to you on the podcast, tragically unpublished. Uh, I hope they do um, one day see uh, print, uh, not least because they include, I understand, the gem of a claim that we, he would have done a lot better at the Open if he hadn't left his best club in the car. Uh, but anyway, um, disrupted by COVID, uh, the long-awaited movie of Morris Flickcroft's uh, rise to stardom in sport is due for release sometime soon, with Mark Rylance, no less, uh, playing uh, our hero. And uh, if cinemas have still survived the coronavirus disruption uh, with which we are still dealing, uh, at least the aftermath thereof, I will certainly go to the cinema and watch it, and perhaps I'll see you there too. Uh, until next time, please do like and subscribe uh, the podcast. Let us know what you think. Get in touch if you've got a story for us to tell. Uh, my new book, More Lessons from History, is doing perfectly well at the bookshops, but I can't help but notice uh, it could do better. So do uh, get a copy if you haven't got one yet. And uh, until we're with you next time, cheers. Thank you for listening to the Hidden History Happy Hour podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. And if you have questions, comments, or suggestions for topics, you can find us on Twitter or on our website, hiddenhistoryhappyhour.com. We look forward to joining you next time. Much gratitude to our multi-talented production team of Jeremy Core, Kate Cruz, and Grace Keller, and to our visionary executive producer, Ivan Williams. And thanks also to our art designer, David Wardle, without whom this podcast would be, well, history. Cheers. Cheers.